The Islanders have opened training camp as veterans reported yesterday. They also announced the signing of three players, two of which have significant NHL experience. And we'll talk about the importance of a quick start to the new year. All that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Gil Martin, so glad you could join us today and be part of the Locked On Islanders family. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We've got a lot to discuss on today's show. Training camp has opened for veterans as well as rookies, so that is now officially underway. But if you've got something Islanders-related on your mind, if you have a question you'd like to ask us, a comment about something we've already discussed, or maybe a topic you'd like us to talk about on a future show, feel free to reach out via email, the email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, like uh, Billy from Belmore, we are more than happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest news, notes, and happenings concerning your New York Islanders throughout training camp, into the preseason, and once the season gets underway. We're here every Monday through Friday, wherever you get podcasts, and of course on YouTube. So subscribe now and never miss an episode. So the Islanders open training camp, and that is really good news as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Great to see that the team is there and everybody took their physicals. They'll be out on the ice today, Thursday, and ready to get started. Now, the good news also, the Islanders announcing three more signings, one of which Lou Lamorello had already discussed, and that's goalie Corey Schneider, 36 years old, uh, played the one game with the Islanders last year, uh, late in the season, I believe it was April 3rd, but Lou Lamorello already basically said that Schneider will be down in Bridgeport and giving the team some experience at the AHL level, be able to mentor Jakob Skarek and maybe some of the other players as well, and if the Islanders need Schneider in a pinch, the 36-year-old veteran who used to play with the Devils and the Canucks uh, can come up and 
basically give them a game or two. They all signed Schneider to a one-year deal. They also signed defenseman Parker Wotherspoon to a one-year contract. Wotherspoon, 25 years old, had three goals, 21 assists in 57 games, all with Bridgeport, and essentially led all Bridgeport Islanders defensemen with those 24 points. Also added one assist in six playoff games uh, with Bridgeport. Now, Wotherspoon, a fourth-round pick of the Islanders back in 2015. He's 25 years old. Again, uh, kind of the player that helps fill in your depth chart. And probably going to spend nearly the entire season in the AHL, barring a number of injuries, but you need players like that to develop a winning attitude and to mentor the young kids uh, down in Bridgeport. So I think that's a good signing. But perhaps the most interesting signing of the three is forward Nikita Sashnikov. Now, Sashnikov is 28 years old. He had four goals and 12 assists last year in 33 games in the KHL. Played for two teams, CSKA Moscow and Avangard Omsk. And basically, that was three years that he's spent in the KHL. Before that, he played with the Toronto Maple Leafs and the St. Louis Blues in the NHL in parts of four seasons. He's played 87 career NHL games, eight goals, 16 points, and 26 penalty minutes. Now, in the playoffs last year for Omsk, uh, in the KHL, five goals, eight points, and 31 penalty minutes in 13 games. So a very productive playoff. He's 5'10", 175 pounds. Um, again, 28 years old, not the kind of player who is going to make headlines. Oh, wow, we signed Sashnikov. Uh, I guess we've got the goal scorer we've always wanted. No, that's not where he's at. He is never scored 20 goals in a season in the uh, in any one league uh, except for the KHL when he scored that many, 27 in 2019-2020. But he's an experienced professional, probably going to play down in Bridgeport, can be called up in an emergency. He's pre- predominantly a left-handed shooting right wing. So he plays the off wing and can probably play left wing in a pinch if you need him, but gives the Islanders some more depth, organizationally speaking, at the forward position, and I think that is a positive thing for the New York Islanders. Now, a couple of things. Lane Lambert speaking to reporters as training camp is getting underway, and one of the things he spoke about is that he feels very comfortable assuming this head coaching role for the first time in the NHL with this Islanders team. He says, I'm very comfortable, first of all. There's no question about it. The reason that I'm comfortable is I know we have good players and good people. It's that simple. There's a lot of talent. There's a lot of character. I'm extremely comfortable with what we have. And Captain Anders Lee added to that saying, I know Lane, and I know that he holds guys to a high standard. It's going to be no different 
with him behind the bench. The accountability and having trust in his players and his guys and expecting a lot from a group, he has the ability to show that. So we definitely have that uh, established. And I, I think, you know, the attitude overall is good. Another quote coming out of the opening of training camp, Lou Lamorello addressing why he didn't sign any players to a PTO. And we had talked about Sonny Milano and he ended up signing elsewhere. But here's what Lamorello says. I think with the roster that we have, it would have been very difficult for a player tryout to happen because in my opinion, we have some young players who are very close to playing. They're going to get the opportunity to push or earn that position. I also feel that if we need something at a given time, then you look around. But right now, we're comfortable with the group that we have. So uh, Lou Lamorello basically explaining to the media why the New York Islanders did not go out and sign either Sonny Milano or maybe a veteran defenseman to a PTO and, uh, you know, sort of a, a, a little bit of a vote of confidence in the players that he has. And, you know, I, I think that's a good thing. And yet you always want to see the team trying to get better and bring in more players who can be helpful toward that. So let's see what happens. But this is some of the quotes and the news coming out of Islanders camp on day one as veterans report and they get ready to take to the ice today, Thursday, for the first time as a complete group. We have got more to get to on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We're going to talk a little bit about the importance of getting off to a fast start this year for the Islanders. And then we've got our Islanders' birthday of the day, a physical defenseman from the 1980s who uh, was a second-round pick of the Islanders. So we'll talk about him and a whole lot more coming up on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. You can find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year's early season games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, eSports, and scores. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing and golf, and starting next week, preseason hockey. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. So let's talk a little bit about the importance for the New York Islanders of getting off to a fast start. Because realistically speaking, last season, the Islanders did not get off to a fast start. They opened the season with that 13-game road trip. And they were doing really okay on that road trip through the first seven games or so. And then... COVID hit and all heck broke loose and essentially 
you know, the season fell apart. And I guess part of the problem was that once you fall behind, when you go on a long winless streak like the Islanders did last year, where you're getting, you know, in 12 games, you're getting three points. Uh, it is almost impossible to make up that kind of ground unless you go on, you know, one of those like 10-1-1 runs to sort of counteract the, I think it was 0-8-3 that the Islanders actually went on in an 11-game stretch last season. So it is going to be important for this team to find a way to get off to a stronger and better start this year. And I think it's even more important this year because you're looking at a new coach. You know, you you get off to a slow start with a veteran coach like Barry Trotz. I, I think there's a certain amount of comfort there. Like, okay, Barry Trotz has been there. He's done that. And, you know, we've gone to the conference final, for example, in back-to-back years with Barry Trotz. We are confident that, you know, he can press the right buttons and get us back on track. But when you're dealing with a rookie head coach in Lane Lambert, even though Lambert has been with the Islanders for the last four years and has been an assistant coach for even longer, it's not the same as when he's the head coach. And, you know, a rookie head coach, if, if the Islanders get off, go on an 0-8-3 slump in October or early November, that's going to be difficult to overcome, I think even more so than it was a year ago. And, and look, even under Barry Trotz, the Islanders couldn't quite get back into it. Uh, they, they made a little bit of a run in March and into early April, and then again, things sort of fell apart. So hopefully we get off to a better start. And I think there is some good news early. Uh, The Islanders open the season October 13th, so we are, what, about three weeks away at home against Florida. In fact, the Islanders' first four games this year are at the UBS Arena. And that alone, I think, will be Helpful. Now, they're going to face the Florida Panthers in the season opener. And the Panthers are not an easy team. They won the President's Trophy last year. But a lot of change in Florida since last year. A lot of trades, a lot of turnover. So catching the Panthers early in the season when they're still adjusting to a new coach and a lot of roster turnover, uh, you're probably catching them at the right time, catching them on opening day. And then the other three games of that early season homestand, you have Anaheim on the 15th of October, San Jose on the 18th, and then the Devils on October 20th. Now, Anaheim and San Jose, first of all, you have the advantage that these are West Coast teams making the long trip to the East Coast. Their body clocks are a little bit off because of the three-hour time difference. So, you know, these games are starting at 7.30 Eastern time. It's going to be like a 4.30 in the afternoon game to the body clocks of the players in Anaheim and San Jose. 
And both the Ducks and the Sharks, both of them have some talented players. Uh, no doubt about that. I mean, you know, Zegris, we've seen all the highlight real plays that he's made. But there are also teams that are in a rebuilding phase. And then you go from, you know, a reorganizing Florida Panthers team two West Coast teams in different stages of rebuilding heading east, and then a New Jersey Devils team that, yes, has a lot of very good young talent on their roster, but also a team sort of in transition. Have they taken that next step yet? They've added some talented players, but they didn't make the playoffs last year. They finished below the Islanders in the standings last year, and... Again, if the Islanders can even just go 2-1-1, one, one, let's say, in those four games, it's a good start. You then ha It gets a little tougher after that. You go at Tampa Bay, at Florida, back home to play the Rangers in the big rivalry game, and then at Carolina and home for Colorado. So those first four games at home, you really want to get at least five points out of those games. Six would be fantastic and anything more than that, and you're sitting very pretty. But I think those first four games at home become extremely important to this team for confidence reasons, because of the fact that you have a new coach, and because of the way things started last year, where the team just, we knew by mid-November that this team really had its work cut out for it, and it just wasn't able to get that momentum fully back and get into the playoff picture. So, fingers crossed, but a, a quick start, especially doing well in those first four games, is going to be important for this Islanders team, and we will be there every step of the way during that ride. We have got more to get to on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We have our Islanders' birthday of the day, a physical stay-at-home defenseman who played for the team for a good portion of the 80s. We've got that and a lot more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and Wednesday was the 60th birthday of former Islanders defenseman Gord Deneen. Deneen, 5'11", 185 pounds, a native of Toronto, Ontario, drafted by the Islanders in the second round, 42nd overall, back in 1981. And he put up impressive numbers with the Sioux Greyhounds in his final season in the OHL and Juniors. 68 games, 9 goals, 54 points, and 185 penalty minutes. Made his NHL debut with the Islanders, in 82-83, playing in two games, and was a member of the Islanders in 83-84 when they made their final appearance, to date at least, in the Stanley Cup Final, and played in nine playoff games during that run, including uh, a goal and an assist. And by the way, that goal, which he scored in his first year of Stanley Cup competition, was his only career Playoff goal. Stayed with the Islanders all the way through uh, the trade deadline in 1987-88 when he was dealt to the Minnesota North Stars. His most productive season as an Islander, offensively speaking, 
came in that final season where he was traded after playing 57 games, had four goals and 16 points. Never really a big offensive player, but certainly consistent in his own end and knew how to get the job done defensively. Actually, after leaving the Islanders, played for the North Stars, the Penguins, the Senators, and then had a brief nine-game stint with the Islanders during the 94-95 season and played for some Islanders minor league teams through the 1999-2000 season when he finally hung up his skates. He was actually a player coach for the Utah Grizzlies in 1999-2000 and then went on to become a, a, a coach, was briefly the head coach of the AHL Toronto Marlies got them to the playoffs in 2014-2015, although they lost in the first round. And, you know, the last time he coached was in uh, 2019-2020 with the uh, Rochester Americans of the AHL. And he coached in the ECHL in 2001-2002. He was the head coach of one of my my all-time favorite hockey names, the Macon Whoopie, uh, which did not make the playoffs the year that he was their head coach. We are going to go back and look at one of Gord Deneen's better games as an Islander, January 6th, 1987, at the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum. The Islanders hosting the Minnesota North Stars. Don Beaupre, the goalie for Minnesota. Kelly Rudy is the netminder for your New York Islanders in this game. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you, the Islanders uh, going up against Minnesota. And it was the North Stars getting on the board first. Ken Morrow in the penalty box for tripping Dirk Graham, his 18th from Craig Hartsburg and Brian McClellan at 4.07. Islanders trailing one to nothing. Now, our Islanders' birthday of the day, Gord Deneen gets into a fight. He had a high-sticking double minor and a fighting major uh, in the first period of this game. The Islanders eventually tie it. They get a power play goal. Dennis Marouk of Minnesota off for holding. And who else but Michael Dean Bossy, his 26 from Brian Trottier and Greg Gilbert at 13:33. That ties it. Then, in the closing minute of the first period, our Islanders' birthday of the day, Gord Deneen, his third of the year, the assist to Mike Bossy at 19:01. 2 1 Islanders after 20 minutes of play. In the second period, Greg Gilbert, his third. From Thomas Janssen and Brian Trottier at 110. Then Bossy, his second of the game, 27th of the year. Dennis Potvan and Pat Flatley, the assist at 1148. That made it 4-1 to one Isles. But the North Stars get closer. They pull to within two on a goal by Brian Lawton, his 10th, from Frank Musile and Yari Grandstrand. But late in the second period, the Islanders go back on the power play and they take advantage. It's Brian Trottier, his 14th, Mike Bossy and Dennis Potvin with the assist at 19-24. Islanders up by a 5-2 margin in the third, just one goal. Keith Acton scoring for Minnesota to make it a 5-3 game. Dirk Graham and Gordy Roberts with the assist. The Islanders win it. 
five to three. Kelly Rudy, 24 saves to earn the win. For Gord Deneen, our Islanders' birthday of the day, he has one goal. He is a plus one, nine penalty minutes of fight and the two minor penalties. He scores on his only shot on goal in this one, and the Islanders skate away with a physical five to three win. So again, happy 60th birthday to former Islanders defenseman Gord Deneen. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Gotta say, I am very, very happy that training camp is underway, that the Islanders veterans today will be back on the ice, and starting next week, we will get to see some real Islanders hockey being played. So, Lots to look forward to there and some preseason games coming up next week and we'll have it all for you covered right here on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. You could stay up to date on everything in the hockey world. Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. We will be back tomorrow with more news and notes from Islanders training camp. So make sure you join us then and every weekday all throughout the season. I am Gil Martin. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And, of course, let's go Islanders.